This is par for the course, where two totally average golfers discuss the ups and downs of the golf world and their own golf games. We'll share stories, insights, and our thoughts and opinions, which may or may not be well-informed. Through the good and the bad, though, everything here is par for the course. Welcome in, all you birdie chasers, weekend warriors, golf rage monsters, myself, or even you non-golf enthusiasts. <laughs> that, is... that line gets me every time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Golf this rage monsters. This is a bonus episode of Par for the Course. I'm your host, John Webb, and with me as always is my co-host, Andy Proctor. What's going on, my dude? What up, what up? Excited to talk about this content on Full Swing? Yes, I, I'm excited to talk about this content as I was to watch it. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like the way you just set that up. So what we're going to discuss today is basically our reaction to Full Swing Season 1. Um, they just announced today, I believe, the date is what, March something, that Full Swing Season 2 is in the works for 2024, which is pretty exciting. That's so far away. I know. It really is. So I'm assuming that you have watched all eight episodes of Full Swing. I have. I have as well. What how, were you, how long did it take you to watch all eight episodes? Uh, two days. Really? Yeah, I watched it during the workday. Wow. Oh, oh, that's right. At air quotes work. I was working. I had it on in the background. <laughs> you you had work on in the background? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I legitimately was working. Had it on. Mm, was able mm. to watch. Got a lot done actually that day. Anyway, nice. Um, okay, what were your overall initial thoughts? When you watched it, I gotta say, it was a little bit like Star Wars. When I loved it, I loved it. Okay. And other times, I was kind of disappointed. Okay. You know, talk to me about that. Like there were several episodes that I loved. I loved Jordan and Justin's episode. Episode one. Yeah. I loved Tony's episode. It sounds like we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> episode four. Episode four was great. Tony Pino. Um. Episode the episode with Rory at the end was great, so good. Um, and not that you know some of the other episodes that I didn't mention. Not that those guys aren't really excellent, you know, guys. And mm-hmm. I, uh, Joel Damon, really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm much more of a Joel Damon fan now. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Shout but, out to Joel Damon. You know, just a few episodes that I was like, ah, you know, I thought there were some you know other better stories that they could have focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, my biggest thing is I had the chance to I've watched seasons. Uh, one through three and a half of Drive to Survive. Have you Ooh, seen those? I haven't. Okay, so I know nothing about Formula One. Yeah. so like it would be entertaining. Yes, very. And I didn't either. I still am like not super. <laughs> I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you drive a car really fast, try and win. Um, but no, Drive, <laughs> drive to Survive was awesome. Like I'm becoming a fan of Formula One. What made it more entertaining than the behind the scenes? drama of what goes on in a race is so captivating really plus the drama that goes on behind who what drivers who drives for who like which teams Mm. um so i think that formula one in and of itself is set up to be a really good documentary series like they have right full swing i i had the same sentiment some episodes i absolutely loved tony finau rory mcelroy justin thomas jordan spieth but there were some episodes where I was like, I just, I don't think that this was the right person to do an episode for. 
for example, the Joaquin Neiman um, Mito Pereira yeah. episode. Didn't love it, right? It wasn't super captivating, not really exciting. They've already joined Liv anyways. Yeah. Um, now, I don't understand or know the behind the scenes of who or how they were able to get these players. And so I'm sure there were some some red tape they had to go through. Right. But I just feel like there are so many more captivating storylines that they could have run with. Um, obviously, the the full swing is tailored towards non-golfers. Yeah, a little bit. Like they talked about what a cut is or right. how you win money several times. Like right. they explained, if you don't play well enough, you don't play on Saturday and Sunday. Right. So it's definitely tailored more towards that. So I understand that. But even as if I were a non-golfer, I don't think I would be super jazzed about golf like I would be Formula One. And I'm always comparing right. it to F1. But that was my overall take was I, I feel like for me, I loved it. But right. I was somewhat overwhelmed at some parts, like you said, which was kind of difficult. Overwhelmed? Underwhelmed. Yeah. You were whelmed. I was whelmed, <laughs> like that one episode. Um, do you feel like, though, it's going to help popularity of golf? Again, I think, you know, we, we kind of touched on this on our last episode when mm-hmm. we were talking about the, the upcoming Team Golf League. Mm-hmm. Do, do I think that this one show itself is going to like drastically improve, you know, the the popularity of the PGA Tour and golf, you know, as a sport? Maybe. Yeah. But I do think I, ever since the start of Live Golf, you know, the this Saudi-backed league, mm-hmm. the PGA Tour has been spending a lot more time and energy and resources in trying to popularize the game. Yeah. I mean, they've changed, you know, the structures of a lot of their tournaments starting in 2024. They have started this new team golf league. Mm -hmm. They have partnered with Netflix for this docu-series, Mm -hmm. Full Swing. Um, They made changes last year to, uh, to the purses available to players and the base salaries for all the players. I mean, they're it's forcing them to have to make a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. And I think in that way, all of I mean, you, you sit back and you think like, man, like, what did the PG? What were they doing in years past to mm-hmm. for like trying to progress the game and trying to, um, you know, popularize the game and and uh, so I think this docu series in conjunction with all of those other new aspects mm-hmm. will help. Yeah. I agree. Do you, uh, what letter grade would you give it? The series? Mm-hmm. Overall. I would give it... Um, like what's your Rotten Tomato score? My my Rotten Tomato score, is that a percentage from 0 yeah, to 100? 0 to 100, same I'd idea. I'd give it like a good like 75. So a C. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, like, like I said, some episodes are really great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some episodes I was like, yeah, like I fell asleep during the the Ian Poulter episode. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, that keep, doesn't surprise but me. But keep at all. in mind, I fall asleep Andy, any and everywhere. Backstory: Andy falls asleep anywhere and everywhere, so it's no shock that he fell asleep during like that episode. Church, school, sure, driving all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Going eighty five on I fifteen, <laughs> fabulous. I just say one of my favorite pranks in the world to do, what? both to my wife and to other drivers on the road. I already know where you're going. You ever, you ever been, like, when you're sitting in the passenger seat, uh-huh. 
you can look over at the driver, and if they like rest their head back on their headrest, yeah, and tilt their head just to the left a little bit, you can open your left eye as the driver and still see the road just fine. But, but you can close your right eye and like let your your mouth sag open just a little bit, <laughs> and like hands down low at like five at like five and seven on the wheel. <laughs> I, you told your, me about let this. Let your tongue ha- hang out just just a little bit. <laughs> And if someone's not paying attention on a road trip, they look over. Oh man, they freak out. You're, yeah, I know. Your Sarah, it's, his wife, has told me a story where like, she freaked out. Oh, it's hilarious. Um. So yeah, I I would give it a B minus. Really? Um, I think it will help somewhat with popularity. I mean, it was pretty highly ranked on Netflix, so obviously it was. Yeah. There was a lot of exposure. Um. Here's the thing. Formula again. Back to the comparison, because it's the same idea. Formula One, the sport itself is set up to be dramatic, right? right? Like it's set up to have a ton of drama, whether it's a car wreck, teammates fighting, because you have teammates who are also trying to compete against each other. Right. Um, you've got, you know, people switching sides. I mean, it's just set up for drama. Right. The PGA Tour is not as, I mean, there is drama in golf, especially on the weekend, the final day, mm-hmm. Sunday night or Sunday at the end of the tournament. But like... Unless you go into storylines like the Bryson DeChambeau Brooks Kepka feud, unless you you go into Phil Mickelson joining Liv and all of his outlandish comments, mm-hmm. unless you go into uh, Rory McIlroy and how he's having to handle, you know, this fight against uh, Liv Golf and, and the Greg Shark, Norman. yeah, and Greg Norman. Like these are the storylines that you need to put into place in order to have. Um, a captivating product as far as a Netflix series goes. Right. Just putting in Mito Pereira and jo- uh, Joaquin Neiman together on an episode, and, and, you know, no disrespect to them, but they're just not the most exciting individuals to watch or right. get behind. Right. Um, so I'm really excited that they are revamping for season two. That was my hope. And so mm-hmm. I'm happy that it's happening. Um, but I am hopeful that they will follow storylines that are more dramatic. Like, they, that's just what they need. Yeah, like, I, I thought Scotty Scheffler got slided just a little bit. He did. I mean, they, they featured him for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think that episode with Scotty Scheffler was more about Brooks Kepka and, yeah. like, uh, kind of his, his mental, like, emotional block. and his it blew my mind. Kind of being stuck in a rut. Yeah. Right? Crazy. Um, which, like, you know, sure, Brooks Kepka was, was huge on the tour for mm-hmm. a little while, but, like... This last season, Brooks Kepka was not a headliner. No, he wasn't. He was. He was not. You know, big news. The big news was Scotty Scheffler coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Not having ever won, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom! Like he goes and wins. You know, the the WM Open in Phoenix. He goes and wins the match play in in Dallas. He goes and wins the Masters. Crazy. Did he win the? Who won the Masters? <laughs> That's I don't my... I don't think I watched the last round of the Masters. See, that's my beat. Like that episode was more captivating for me because I personally I I am not a Brooks Kepka fan. Kepka fan. I don't like Brooks Kepka. Yeah. I can already tell like he's not someone I would want to play eighteen with or go fishing with. Um, he's just got that personality that yeah. you just love to hate. Um, and the things he Which says is partly why I'm kind of miss him being on the tour. On the tour. Yeah. Like, I feel like we lost all our good villains. We did like. Uh, DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed. Which, by the way, that feud is now over. They've made amends. Yeah. So, like, that's all gone now. And so it's, uh, yeah, anyway, so I, I'm not a huge Kepka fan. So that episode was, 
um, kind of eye-opening to me. I didn't realize how bad he was struggling, but like you just, some of the things he says, like I didn't watch or who won the Masters. Come on now. Yeah. Like, you know who won. Seems a little far-fetched. Like, it's all over the news. No matter how much you try to be the type of persona that doesn't care, you know, just brush it off your shoulder, it's not going to fly. Yeah. That really irked me. Yeah, it's kind of like, it, it's like that, the cliche, like, high school quarterback who's like, I don't care. But, like... You know he does. You know you care. For sure. Yeah. So, anyway, that episode was interesting, but I'm really... I, again, I liked how they they showed some highlights from the tournaments but like as a i know it's tailored towards the non-golfer but as a you know frequent weekly golf watcher to me it was like okay i've seen this already so half the episode where they go into all right how did they play during that tournament was kind of like all right i've seen this i know how this goes like i will say i i did think it was kind of fun because it was almost like i, I don't know if you've experienced this but because of the repetitive nature of the sport that we love, uh-huh. it can be sometimes it can sometimes be really hard to remember who I mean in Brooks's defense, <laughs> who won which tournaments. Sure. What what year was it that you know? Uh, yeah. Like what like past. what year was it that Jordan Spieth yeah. choked in the Masters and and lost to Danny Willett? Like I don't remember. Yeah. So sometimes it was kind of fun. Like I I remember watching the episode of full swing yeah where mito pereira totally blocks his drive right on the 18th 18th, hole 72nd hole on the 72nd hole crazy at the pga championship Mm -hmm. and as i was watching that i was like i remember watching this live yeah it was kind of fun to be like oh my gosh i remember this that's a good point yeah no i i think you're right i think there were just some some episodes where the events that they were in, they tried to make these dramatic, and you're like, okay, I've seen this. Yeah. It's not, but that's a really good example. Um, so overall, my hope is, I, I can see how they would want to tailor this more towards non-golfers, but my hope is that they find more mic'd up moments behind the scenes, whether it's in the locker room, you know, at dinner, after a tournament where... Players interacting together. Yes. Stuff like that. More player interaction because you know that stuff goes on. As as gentlemen of a sport as golf is, there's stuff that goes on where things are said, whether it's passive-aggressive, backhanded comments, whatever. That's yeah. the stuff I want to see. Like, there was that clip of... Um, like, there was that clip of Ian Poulter... Losing yeah. it in the locker room. Right. And that was like <laughs> entertaining. That was the trailer, right? Like that was them. And that's what yeah. I was expecting. It just yeah. didn't live up to that. So who who would you hope that they feature either for the first time or feature more mm-hmm. in this next season? You and I have both talked about it. Uh Terrell Hatton. Him alone, like he's just his persona, the way he is. He's so good. Such a good episode, I he's feel like. He's so self-deprecating. Big time self-deprecation. It's so, it's so refreshing to see someone like <laughs> really that on tour. Is when he's mic'd up. Someone who talks as poorly about themselves yeah. as we do. Yeah, Terrell Hatton is definitely one. Um, I feel like um, you could honestly do like, uh, you know what would be interesting is like someone like Jason Day personality wise not super exciting but like he's struggled with back pain for the last five or six years 
Really? Yeah, and so he hasn't been relevant because be, of these injuries. That'd be really interesting for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out to me because I have a former back injury since I was 16. So, like, seeing someone struggle with that and and going into the backstory of, you know, going through therapy and rehab and how he's dealing with that. Shout out to PT. Shout out to all you physical therapists out there. <laughs> so something like that, you know, it, I, I think they they have the information that they need to make it more captivating. But yeah, I'm just excited it's happening. It's only good for golf moving forward. So, yeah, should be fun. I don't know who I, I – I would hope that they would do – did they have – they didn't have anything on John Rahm. No, they didn't. Why? I don't know. Super interesting. Again, you never – I don't know what the, the red tape they had maybe, to go yeah. through. I also wonder – I get why just from a, a sheer volume of golf played – Mm-hmm. perspective why they didn't do an episode on tiger but also how do you make a golf docuseries and <laughs> not have an episode about one of the greatest players to have ever played the game well that should be another episode it's either goat or are they making are they going to have an entire series for him for tiger as an individual they could I mean, besides they the really HBO could. one that besides happened. Besides the HBO special yeah. they did a few years ago, yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, ha- Tiger didn't play a ton. He played in the majors, had to withdraw on some. But, like, just, again, the backstory is rehabbing and getting prepared for a tournament. And You know who else would be cool to have an episode on for the same reason as Jason Day for the mm-hmm. back pain? is Will Zalatoris. Exactly. I mean, he had, like, a like a fracture in his back. Yeah. Like, a compression fracture. Yeah. And they, he talks – he's been talking lately all about, you know, I follow – uh, the Titleist Performance Institute on, on Instagram, which is, for those of you that are unfamiliar, uh, TPI, as it's called, shorthand, uh, they specialize in not just like swing coaching and swing mechanics, but on um, assessment of a player's swing and their kind of their physical impairments, what, mm-hmm. what, you know, what impairments they may have that prevent them from swinging the club a certain way. Okay. And so they're making, so that, you know, when you're getting golf coaching, that you're not trying to make a golf swing around physical impairments that are either really hard for you to to improve or mm-hmm. impossible for you to improve. Yeah. And Will Zalatoris uh, talks a lot about how his golf swing contributed to the development of his back pain. No And way. how he went and worked with these TPI professionals to either improve his mobility, improve the stability in his spine. Sure. And then to kind of change his swing um, so that he put less strain and stress on his back during, like he had a lot of side bend. Yeah. Um, anyway, so and I won't get into all the kind of the minutia of the, the biomechanics of it all, but that's fascinating. That'd be really interesting. Episode yes. To see what kind of work did Will's Alatoris do not only with PTs, but with TPI professionals, right. um, in the off season to help reduce the strain on his back from his golf swing. Right. So uh, I think all in all, we're really excited. Season two is happening. Um, season one, B minus, C plus, average yeah. grade. But yeah. overall, we're just happy it came. Loved it and excited for season two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm John Webb. And I'm Andy Proctor. And everything here has been par for the course. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>